you want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, tips, and sometimes interviews on how to get more calm in your life. There will be quick and easy recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. As a little girl, I loved sneaking into my grandparents' attic and finding my way to this particular cubby closet ahead of the holidays to try, well, this is where my grandmother hid Christmas gifts. And I would try to guess what the gifts were based on the size and shape of the package. But if I couldn't figure that out, I was really adept at peeling the tape and getting the paper back just enough to see what was inside the package. And I got in trouble for this because I didn't only try to figure out what I was getting and finding the packages that had my name on it, but also seeing what other people were getting. So I didn't keep that to myself. So I grew up with the reputation of getting into gifts early and it was a talent that I was proud of, but as I got older, the reputation stayed with me, even though I really didn't want to know ahead of time what I was getting for not only Christmas, but for my birthday. And I mentioned Christmas because that is what my family celebrates. And for you, you know, it might be other holidays. Today, I wanted to talk about how to create a little more calm, hopefully around gift lists for holidays. And at the time of this recording, it is October and holidays are fast approaching. Starting next month, we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving in the U.S. I know other holidays some people might be celebrating are Diwali, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Christmas, and New Year's. And some thoughts you might have or that I know I have sometimes are, I have to buy gifts and I can feel overwhelmed. Another thought I'm hoping to help you have that I want to have too is I have a plan for buying gifts and that makes me feel calm. So in order to help you hopefully feel more calm in dealing with a gift list, I've come up with three steps. And the first one is to create a budget. You need to know, I mean, I need to know, it helps me to know how much money I have to spend. And especially with the way the economy has been lately and all of that, knowing what my budget is helps me to have more calm because I know I won't go over that. And if I know I have this much money and I have that much money to spend, that makes me feel more calm so that I'm not going to be putting myself into any situation or a bind or putting our family into that situation. The second step is to make your make the list to know who I'm buying for and then check it weekly in case I need to make any adjustments if I'm adding people or um, see who I've bought gifts for, you know, keeping track of what I've bought already. And then the third step is to delegate if possible, as in enlisting help, buying gifts or even any actions needed to be taken on the gifts. So 
making the list. I like to keep a list going personally on my phone. I have an iPhone, so I use the Notes app to do this. If you have an Android phone, there's Google Keep. Samsung has the Notes app also. There's also Evernote, an app you can download, and Google Docs. In Excel, you can use spreadsheets to get really sophisticated with this. You can also just use a notebook that's dedicated for keeping your list and keep it in your purse. If you're someone who uses a purse, you could even use post-it notes and then just keep sticking it in collecting as the thought strikes you. Whatever works for you, whatever system works for you to keep your list organized so that you are able to keep track of who you're buying for, if you've bought something, how much it costs, whatever the information that works for you. I can't decide that for you. There are plenty of list trackers available online even. I will list or link to one in the show notes. Um, and again, I don't know whether you want to just do gifts, if you're going to work on stocking stuffers, if you do stockings. You're going to, and again, there's teachers, service providers, neighbors, potentially family, friends, who all you're buying gifts for. The great thing about having a list and being able to check in with it weekly, as again, you might be adding to it, are sales that come up. At this time of year, there's a lot of school fundraisers. So you might be able to support your local school or other, I mean, other community organizations as well do fundraisers. Sometimes they even do wrapping paper. Um, some of them, I know I've seen some really creative ones in recent years where they do gift cards for local restaurants, which I personally think is a great idea, especially for relatives that don't necessarily need more things. But food is something we all need to eat. So I really like taking advantage of those fundraisers for family members that I think enjoy having a meal. Making gifts is another thing that I know I've always appreciated, you know, the cookie mixes, um, soup mixes. I'm including a recipe that you can make as a gift mix in this week's quick and easy recipe that I made a lot for many years for our kids' teachers. Something else that I would suggest for you to help create more calm is to have a dedicated wrapping station or kit for your gift wrapping needs. I found this to be hugely helpful after many times going to wrap a gift and I didn't have tape. I couldn't find tape, couldn't find scissors. So this doesn't have to be complicated. Get a, a shoebox like the ones you can find at the dollar store or even just a bag if you want to get a gallon-sized Ziploc bag or a reusable one. I know many stores have the reusable kinds these days, but put tape in there, scissors, labels, pens, Sharpies. If you want to use bows, cards, anything like that. And again, the more stuff you're going to put in there, the bigger container you will need. And of course, if you're going to have gift wrapping paper or bags, have them in the vicinity as well. If you're going to keep this in a closet or wherever you're going to keep it. But I know um, some people have a room, 
I've seen some beautiful rooms on Pinterest where people have the whole, almost like a something you'd see in a store, uh, a gift wrapping station, which if you have that, that's, um, that's amazing. I'm happy for you. Um, and then as far as a hiding place for your gifts, again, some people can keep these, you might want to keep it in your garage, in your attic. It depends on what the gifts are and whether they're safe, where they'll be safe. I wrap gifts as I buy them these days for two reasons. One, to prevent any last minute pile up because that can take hours, I know from experience. And two, to allow, it allows an element of surprise so that I don't have the gifts sitting around and if somebody happens to open the closet or anywhere in the house that I have the gifts, they can't see what it is. Again, create a system that works for you and your personal needs. And the last minute pileup story I just have to share for too many years, we have four kids that are young adults now, but when they were young, there were many a Christmas Eve eves that I was up till midnight or later wrapping gifts because I hadn't been wrapping them for a lot of different reasons, but I was exhausted. I found myself in the morning then on Christmas morning, just so tired and felt like I wasn't really as present as I would have liked to have been. And one year when Christmas Eve, I had asked my husband to help wrap because I was like, this is just too much. There's too many things. And he's like, sure. He <laughs> went and got four black trash bags. And because I had all the kids' piles separated, and he put all of their kids, all of the kids' gifts, like each individual one, into four trash bags. And I was horrified and couldn't believe that was his solution. But I had asked for help, and that was his solution. So I really didn't have much to say, and I was really tired. So the next morning, the kids were a little bit surprised when they woke up and saw that their gifts were in trash bags. So, needless to say, I found a different solution and started trying to implement uh, some a better way. So hopefully these suggestions are ones that you find useful. Again, create a budget, make your list, check it weekly, and delegate. Ask for help when you can. And if you have other suggestions that you think others would benefit from, please comment on the Instagram post or email them to me. You know where to find me at Teresa Dialos on Instagram and Teresa Dialos at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening until next week. I wish you great health and calm. Take care. This week's quick and easy recipe is for our Parmesan pasta soup mix. The ingredients you will need are one and three quarters of a cup of pasta shells, small or elbow macaroni three quarters of a cup of red lentils, a half a cup of Parmesan cheese, the kind you get in a green container, wink, wink, three and a half tablespoons of dried onion, three and a half tablespoons of chicken bouillon granules, a tablespoon of parsley flakes, one and three quarters of a teaspoon of oregano, an eighth of a teaspoon of garlic powder. In addition, you will need one 12 ounce, 12 and a half ounce can of chicken breast or larger, one 14 and a half ounce can of diced tomatoes, and 10 cups of water. You will layer the dry ingredients in a one-quart mason jar or a one-quart Ziploc bag or deli container. Then you're going to provide the directions to say that in a large soup pot, bring the water to a boil. 
Add the soup mix, canned chicken, and diced tomatoes. Adding some chopped celery and carrots, if desired. Reduce the heat, cover and simmer for 40 minutes or until lentils are tender, stirring occasionally. If you would like a recipe card for this soup mix, please tag me on Instagram at Teresa Dialos or email me at teresadialos at gmail.com. I made this up as a mix to give to teachers for many years, and it was loved by all. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends and family and rate it on whatever podcast platform you listen to so that more people can find it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care.